It's another Friday roundup from your favorite analysts, and we have a $17 milk price on the board once again throughout all 2021 contracts as government support measures come back into the spotlight. Given that the 15th is right around the corner, we spent a lot of this week just working on our forecast report. For those of you who aren't customers and may not be aware, we put out our monthly forecast on the 15th of every month. Of course, we have Lucas Fees on with us to help break down the most recent domestic fundamentals, and then we can jump into expectations for next week's global dairy trade event. Lucas, solid class three strength heading into the CME spot session. Now what's driving this move? It is seriously interesting to watch these class three prices over the past week or two. We're seeing further gains here this morning as we talk on Friday morning, December 11th. 1760 price into February, up 34 cents already today. A few things going on. I think the market kind of nervous about what is to come in terms of possible government spending. If I back up to maybe what we do know first, there is serious strength in the dryway markets. Production a little bit lower in recent months as cheese production declined. That's not likely to last into the new year, but has impacted markets to date. And then from the demand side, Chinese demand just kind of off the charts here, seeing incredible imports into China from not only the U.S., but also other countries as the country rebuilds dry way inventories and expands their pork herds. On the cheese front, high ground remains generally bearish as we move into Q1 of 2021 here pretty soon. I think lots of cheese production on the horizon, coupled with still troubling and (laughs) struggling both food service and retail cheese demand. But overall here, I think markets being driven by continued rumors of possible government support certainly has been the wild card of the year driving this extreme cheese volatility. And we don't think it's necessarily over. Last week, the government announced a pretty significant Section 32 purchase of fluid milk and butter throughout the year. That leads us to believe that USDA is still looking to prop up certain dairy markets. But then in recent days, continued rumors of an additional food box round or a possible extension of the current round four that's in process. All of this chatter has market participants on edge, contributing to this price strength overall. I think maybe the last point here that I'll mention is we're watching government stimulus negotiations continue. The government funding deadline was today, and originally we were hoping to see some sort of stimulus package pass by today, but there has been a weak extension on that. So probably nothing expected until mid to end of next week. Republicans and Democrats still trying to come together there to put a number on a package. The most recent I've seen is $900 billion bill. That includes uh, some significant funding for both nutritional funding and then also farmer support, but everything kind of up in the air. Until then, we will watch these class three prices closely and uh, put out our best educated forecast of where things sit as of Tuesday when we release our prices. Yeah, the USDA sure has a way of finding money for this program. That's certainly true. Alyssa, can you give us a bit on the global side of things and maybe what we expect on GDT next week? 
I think one of the leading topics of conversation is the fact that China's consumer price index has dropped for the first time since 2009. A lot of that has to do with the fact that pork prices are finally moving lower in the country. However, those milk prices continue to be really inflated around a $27 per hundred weight equivalent value here in the U.S., so we continue to expect them to build milk powder inventories, which will likely continue to support the New Zealand market. Into next week, NZX futures traders overnight were pricing in a, another strong GDT event. December whole milk powder prices settled around uh, $3,190 per metric ton, which indicates another about 1.9% increase on Fonterra's regular C2 price. The forward curve on whole milk powder is even stronger, and that just continues to lend to the idea that generally people expect China to continue to be a strong buyer even into next year. Our sources within China indicate that stock levels are down about 59% from where they were this spring when they peaked uh, throughout the pandemic. So there is plenty of room for them to continue to rebuild inventories, especially given that there's so much uncertainty still weighing on markets. As far as Fonterra's GDT volume forecast, there were very little changes made. Offer volumes remained the same on key products such as whole milk powder and skim milk powder. Slight uptick on fat offers, but nothing really notable there. The only commodity that really showed a strong change was on cheddar cheese as Fonterra removed quite a bit of volume over the next four events and then another thousand metric ton from the 12-month forecast in general. Given that reduction on cheddar cheese offer volumes, I think that lends support to the idea that Fonterra continues to expand their China food service business. And there's generally just been really strong demand for moving cheese into Asia throughout 2020. Thanks for that, Alyssa. And we will have both our GDT analysis and forecast prices out on Tuesday as we creep closer to the winter holiday break. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.